Hello, ladies. Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Trisha Stefankowitz, and I'm a registered dietitian. On today's episode, we are going to talk about something that I think all of us as women have probably struggled with um, due to the enormous responsibilities that fall on us. We are going to talk about this idea of burnout. I'm not sure about you, but I've found myself thinking a lot about joy and and really trying, finding it hard to find joy in my everyday. And I feel like sometimes I can't even remember what brings me joy. And this weekend I saw my sister-in-law and we were talking about it. And so today I want to talk about this idea of burnout. When I'm talking about it's it's hard finding joy for me. I think sometimes why burnout became part of the discussion is sometimes I think that's exactly that what's going on is that there's just so many responsibilities that I feel and it feels very hard to keep up with all of them. And so perhaps you're feeling that way too. And so today we're going to talk about burnout and we're going to talk about some of the like some of the causes of it and what we can do to prevent it or overcome it if you feel like you're in a position that you're feeling it now. When we talk about burnout, I think it's really, like I think it's a natural thing that especially women over 40 are in a place that you may feel like you're burnout. We live in a very fast-paced world and burnout is something that is pervasive for everyone. I think most people feel burnout at some point in their life. However, I do think it can be particularly difficult and experience for women over 40 because you're in a place that you're probably juggling multiple responsibilities. You are probably in a career that is more demanding, or perhaps you're trying to get to a place that you're um, going back into a career. You have family and maybe you're starting to focus on your own personal well-being. Most people in their 40s or at least over 40 are starting to get to that place where you may be getting diagnosed with, um, with some health complications or you're becoming more aware of this feeling that you're not invincible anymore and your body's working differently than it did even 10 years ago. And so today we're going to talk about the unique, the unique aspects um, when it comes to burnout for women over 40. And we're going to talk about, you know, kind of what's starting to understand what burnout is. So when we talk about being burnt out, it's not just this feeling of being tired or stressed, because I know that you all know what that feels like, but it's the state of just being like this emotional, physical, and mental exhaustion. And I suspect you felt that way. You may even be feeling that way now. And there's so many reasons for that, but a lot of times it's like this chronic stress and you feel like you're doing so many things. Um, You may feel like with burnout that you're doing, that you're trying to manage a lot of different things at one time and there feels like there's no end in sight or you're trying to manage a million things at once and you're failing at all of them. And 
everything may feel unachievable or not desirable, or maybe you just don't feel any joy like I get in these jags. What's particularly challenging for women over 40 is that they're in a life stage where they're trying to advance in their career or keep up with the demands that are already present in your career. You could be in this in this place where you're trying to care for your children and aging parents at the same time. Um, you could have young children like me or you can have older children, but it's complex nonetheless because children in general will have lots of different things that they're trying to manage. And then if you're in a place that you're also trying to manage your own feelings, well, then that becomes an issue. And again, like managing aging parents and their health issues. And then especially if you're in a place that you're trying to manage your own health issues. And so all of these responsibilities can increase your risk of burnout. Understandably so, it's a lot to manage. And it's not like it's these little issues, it's these chronic issues where maybe there's no end point. And and so I think that's what's so tricky about burnout. It's not like, oh, I'm just stressed and there's an end, but probably you're in it and it's hard to kind of see through that. For women over 40, I'm going to list some of the causes of burnout, but certainly the ones that I listed, I I've, I tried to put um, some of these, mix them in the same category, but there are for sure maybe some that I'm missing. So I'm just going to review some of the more common ones. So a big one is this role, like this role that we play too many roles. It's called like a role, I don't know, like you're playing too many roles all at one time and you're wearing multiple hats. And what ends up happening is that you're maybe, again, trying to take care of yourself, your parents, you're trying to achieve and do the things that you normally would do at work. And a lot of that responsibility is falling on you. And so because women in general, and and maybe particularly now you're wearing multiple hats, it can lead you to a place of feeling very overwhelmed. You may feel like you are over committing to things. Um, because you're trying to just keep up, or maybe you're overcommitting because you're having a hard time saying no, or you're having a hard time putting boundaries in place that would help protect your precious time. It could be that you are still in this stage of perfectionism and you are trying to excel in all of these areas of your life. And so it ends up becoming exhausting because you're just burning yourself out because you're burning the candle at so many different ends. Um, You could be experiencing hormonal changes. So most women over 40 are probably going to be soon either experiencing symptoms of perimenopause or menopause. And those changes in your hormonal levels are going to create and impact some of your mood and your energy levels. So not only do you now have an increase in all these responsibilities, but then with the hormonal changes that you could be experiencing, it could increase this feeling of just moodiness and not having as much energy as you previously did. 
you could be having lots of responsibilities at home. So we talked about balancing the needs of your children if you have them um, or your aging parents if they're still alive. And I think a lot of other things like you're trying to manage your friendships managing the everyday ins and outs of your own family and if anybody in that bubble is sick or stressed or you're trying to care for them then that often becomes something that I'm sure many of you take on that role too. You could be in the middle of trying to either maintain a busy career that you've been doing for many years or perhaps you are changing and doing something else, but you could find yourself in a place that you're really having a hard time finding that work-life balance. You may be working longer hours than you want to, or maybe you're in just a really stressful and demanding work environment that maybe you don't really feel like you need anymore, or maybe you still really enjoy But either way, it doesn't feel like it's giving you what it did before. It's really draining you. Or perhaps just your environment in general is an environment that doesn't feel that it feeds your soul or that it makes you happy. And perhaps it feels a little bit more unhealthy or toxic. And it maybe is something that you were really interested in and you really thrived on in the past, but perhaps your priorities have maybe changed. A big one um, is for, for burnout is financial stress and maybe not having the limited resources to help make your life a little bit easier. Um, I think that's a big one, right? Like we talk a lot about on here ways to systematize different things when it comes to your health, like joining a gym or hiring a dietitian. But for sure, the, there is an impact here when it comes to um finances. And if you don't have those resources to make things easier for you, well, then it makes you have to work harder and causes burnout. And in general, um, if you don't have some kind of support network, whether that be close friends or family or, um, or loved ones or just people in your life that you feel like that you can talk to, all of those things would probably make you internalize some of the things that you're doing and that you're feeling and cause feelings of overwhelm and and possibly burnout. So when we talk about burnout, let's talk about some of the signs and symptoms of burnout. You know, I think that it's one of those things that probably different people feel different things and there's lots of signs for burnout and certainly they are going to be um, different for everybody. And perhaps, you know, you could maybe not feel burned out and feel some of these signs too. But why I want to talk about this is that you kind of have to start seeing like some of the signs in order to prevent burnout. Um, and so let's talk about that. Like, what are some of the things when, when I'm talking about burnout, what are you thinking of? Right. Well, I think probably some of the bigger ones are that you just feel tired, like you are chronically fatigued, tired, and you just have this overall lack of energy. Um, you could feel like you are more susceptible and you're, you're getting sick a little bit more easily than you have in the past, and you can tell that you're really worn out and run down. 
Um, you could just be focusing on other people's needs and you're not taking care of your own needs. I think that is something that is probably very common for you. Maybe you are having some increased irritability, oh my God, irritability, and you're having more mood swings so that you don't feel like you're that you don't feel like yourself or, you know, this could also be like, um, like anxiety, depression. I mean, I think for women over 40, like anxiety is a really big one. So it could be this feeling that like you can't control things and that lack of control, um, or just overall feeling that like there's things that are causing you a lot more anxious feelings and you don't feel like you can control that. You could feel like you are just not focused. It's hard to concentrate. Maybe you're not as productive as you once were. You just kind of feel like withdrawn at work or maybe you feel withdrawn from social activities. So you find yourself kind of doing things to soothe yourself, like maybe watching TV or being more on social media or things to kind of take you away from what like some from some things that might be productive and you're kind of in a state that you're trying to find a little bit more comfort or that you're able to withdraw a little bit more. You could have physical symptoms. Like a lot of times people will complain of having like GI issues. So they may have like nervousness in their stomach or they may have like um, diarrhea, constipation, or some people also say that they have headaches. You could have a loss of interest in things that you really once enjoyed and now all of a sudden you're like, nah, I could, you know, take it or leave it. And then I think a big one, like what I talked about at the beginning is just the sense of like lack of joy or feeling unfulfilled or maybe you feel hopeless or maybe you are just disconnected from yourself and disconnected from things that bring you joy or that bring you a sense of happiness. Do you think, do you fit that criteria for any of them? So let's talk about how you overcome it. And then we're going to talk about how to prevent it. Okay. So overcoming, overcoming burnout is if you're saying yes, 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 to all the things that I'm talking about, you're probably in a place where you're feeling burnout and it is possible to come out to come out of it and to regain a sense of balance or at least a little bit more balance in your life than you feel right now. And what I would say to you is to really take a break from some of the responsibilities that you have. I mean, I think a lot of us get into this place that we just keep going and going and going. But I will tell you that getting away or doing something different or just kind of getting out of your own environment may be something that may be enough to help you um, rest and recharge. Sometimes it's watching a movie or it's just, you know, taking a break from what you're supposed to do. And I'm not talking about like taking a break, but thinking about what you're supposed, what you feel like you're supposed to do, quote unquote, supposed to do, but really like disconnecting from your everyday stuff and doing something that is very different. Um, I think sometimes traveling comes to mind when I think about this because it's a way that like you're actually out of your own environment. And I think sometimes that can be really helpful because it forces you to 
um, it forces you to rest because you can't clean the house and you can't run the dishwasher. I mean, you can do all those things, but you probably have a little bit more time to maybe do something for yourself too. Depending on your vacation, you may not be there. You may be with like lots of little kids and then of course it's not like that. But just trying to find a way that you can take a break from all the responsibilities that you have all the time. And maybe right now you're not in a place that that's something that you can do, but start thinking about what it is that maybe would benefit you. I think once you do that, once you take a break, really starting to reintroduce activities and responsibilities, but learning how to put some self-care in there. And that's going to be really important as we think about ways to prevent it. So it's easier to try to prevent burnout than it is to kind of come out of it. At least I think that I'm not um, a mental health professional. So that just take that with a grain of salt. But I definitely think if we're able to kind of see where we're going, then we can prevent it a little bit more as opposed to just being in the depths of burnout and not really knowing what to do. So my last thing for in terms of overcoming burnout would try to seek the help of a mental health professional if you really feel like you're having a hard time coming out of it. You all know that I go to therapy. I believe in it 100%. And it's really helpful to address the emotional impact of burnout because a lot of times it's trying to figure out what caused the burnout. And I think that's the bigger issue, right? And if you are in a place of chronic stress or caring for loved ones, you may need help in trying to figure out how to not overcommit and how to set boundaries so that you don't get in a place that you are burned out, that you can kind of recognize the symptoms early. Because I think when you're doing all these things, you probably have the best intentions and your intention isn't to burn yourself out. And then all of a sudden you're just there. And sometimes it's hard to get out of that. So seeking the help of a mental health professional, a licensed mental health professional will probably be really helpful for you. Um, And then when it comes to preventing burnout, right, getting to a place that you don't get to that place of becoming burnt out, it's really essential to try to like maintain your overall well-being, right? So when we talk about on this podcast, we talk about health, wellness, and self-care, right? So burnout is something that falls into all of those categories because the things that will help prevent you from becoming to a place that you're burnt out are going to be the self-care practices and the health practices and the wellness practices that you partake in. And so that's a lot of times why we try to focus on things like that and routines, because these are the very things that are going to help you keep yourself in a place that you can be present, that you don't overcommit, that you can set boundaries, that you're taking care of yourself. And that means doing things like exercising. And it's not exercising to kill yourself. It's exercising to manage your stress or to comfort yourself or to connect with yourself or to just feel good and feel like you have energy. It's meditation. If that's something that you feel like you want to learn again, you don't have to do that. Just trying to have an activity that you feel like you are prioritizing yourself and that makes you feel good. And then, of course, adequate sleep is something that is probably really hard when you're over 40, especially if you're waking up with hot flashes, if you're in perimenopause or menopause. 
Um, sleep is definitely something that becomes an issue. And especially if you're undergoing any of those changes and you have little kids, I mean, it's really hard to prioritize that. Um, so you do the best that you can. I think I talked about that. I can't remember if it was last week's episode or the week before, like just trying to pick one thing that you can do now. And if you're not in a place that you can't do it, not to fret, but just do what you can do now. You know, we all know the things that we're quote unquote supposed to do, but you may not be in a place that it's feasible to do that. So you have to figure out what it is that you can do now. And instead of giving up on everything, just do the little things that you have control over. Because some of these things you're not going to have control over, or some of these things are going to feel really hard right now. And so it's just trying to have some connection to yourself by doing some of the things until you feel like you're a little bit stronger or you feel a little bit more prepared or you're in a place that you feel less burnout and that you can take on a little bit more responsibility of this. So another way of preventing burnout is to set boundaries, right? So learning when to say no. If you can't make a half a dozen or whatever, like half a dozen like loads of cupcakes or cookies, for school because you have a huge commitment outside of your work life or even if you have a huge work life or work commitment or perhaps you're taking care of other family members like just kind of knowing what your limits are and if you don't want to do it don't do it and delegate delegate anything if you can um and I think a really big one is really seeking support because I think at this time in our life you're either at a place where you've kind of lost track of your friendships or maybe you haven't talked to your friends as much as you did before, or maybe you're at a place that you're reconnecting. And so just kind of like not hesitating because people really do want to help you if they can help you. And just kind of knowing that and not trying to do everything yourself. And I think that I would argue that that's even a form of self-care too. And so just kind of like, you know, reconnecting with family and friends, if that's something, um, I think that would be something that might help you. And just knowing that they probably want to help you. You know, I've talked a lot about on here about how when I first did my my first hip surgery and I didn't ask anybody for help and it was a fucking disaster. And then I realized that like people want to help, Right. So it's like asking people if you're really overwhelmed to just kind of assist you because people want to do that. Um, Obviously, you know, you're going to know your friends who might not be able to do it because they themselves are overwhelmed, but don't like, don't negate that because I think you probably have more people in your life that want to help you than people that can help you. Um, I think time management is a really big deal. So trying to find a way that you're able to squeeze a little bit of relaxation, or if you can't squeeze in relaxation into your life, a way that you can at least prioritizing something that interests you, that brings you some form of joy or some form of happiness. And that might be something really small right now, like taking five minutes to read a book every day whatever that looks like for you and whatever you can manage at this time. Um, Managing your hormones is a really big one. So, you know, you're, if you're really unhappy because you are having um, this like influx of hormones that feels like 
you're having hot flashes at night or you're having vaginal dryness. So perhaps you can't, you know, do things that you want with your loved ones. Just seeking out the health, the guidance of a healthcare professional who specializes in whatever you are working on. Just trying to take care of those little things. Maybe this could even mean like keeping doctor's appointments, knowing what your numbers are, that kind of stuff, so that you can stay on top of things as opposed to like avoiding doing those things, which then leads to more worry, stress, and then burnout in the long run. And then I think one of the most important things is just trying something that, or having something that helps you manage the everyday stress of life because it's not going anywhere and there's going to be times when you're in it and it's going to be awful and there's going to be times where it feels a little bit more controllable. So having some kind of outlet to to deal with that and manage that stress. And again, that can look like taking a walk. That could be listening to an audiobook. It could be listening to podcasts. It could be whatever it is for you that helps you manage your feelings and helps you kind of stay connected to yourself. That could also just be speaking to a mental health professional and just knowing that you have somebody that you can kind of bounce the things that are in your head that you don't tell anybody and kind of like say them out loud. That makes a really big difference. So in conclusion, just knowing that burnout is real and it's challenging. And if you're a woman over 40, it's probably really, really prevalent. And that it doesn't mean that just because you have all these things that are taking up a lot of your time that you have to get to a place that you're burnt out, but kind of taking that time to start to learn a little bit more about yourself, become aware of what are some of the signs, becoming aware of all the responsibilities that you have and trying to figure out if there's ways to delegate some of that responsibility or to give up some of that perfectionism or to seek support and guidance from loved ones or mental health professionals so that you can get to a place that you don't actually get burnout, that you can start to see and you can start to feel when you get to a place that you're coming close to it. And I think the most important thing for all of you is to know that your well-being is really important and that taking care of yourself and doing whatever you can to manage the day is your responsibility and it's something that you are deserving of and I give you permission to do that and it's not selfish and if anything it's an investment that you're making into your life so that you can feel more fulfilled that hopefully you can find some joy and that you find that you find a way that you can come to a place that you are starting to love yourself and to feel like you are deserving of um, of having the help and having the balance and, and preventing any of the burnout. Like that it's not something that you have to do by yourself, that all the responsibilities that you feel there is help out there and trying to figure out ways to manage that, right? So you know, taking proactive measures, becoming aware of what what are some of the symptoms that you may be experiencing if you're feeling like you're in a place that you're very close to burnout, you know, talking to loved ones or friends or family that you feel like you can bang off, like you can, you can just kind of get ideas off of um, and doing things 
every day something small for yourself, whether that is reading a book, whether it's walking outside, whether it's writing down affirmations, whether it's taking five minutes to read um, a magazine that you love or writing down your goals, whatever that looks like for you, just doing something for yourself. Because remembering that you matter and taking steps to take care of yourself is a really important investment when it comes to um, creating the balanced life that you desire and that you deserve. I thank you so much for listening today and I look forward to seeing you guys back here next week. And your homework for today is to try to think of something really small that you can start doing every day if you don't have something already that can help you feel good and that can give you a little bit of joy or that can give you something that makes you feel good. Okay, so I'll see you back here next week and um, have a great week. Bye-bye.